Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by Manscaped, the very best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Oh my god. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code LGB at manscaped.com. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. As the world's only personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA, ID Life provides its members with high-quality ingredients backed by pure science. It's science. Check out rockinthatidlife.com and speak with Dustin about how you can reach your goals today. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Centerize Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. Visit centerizebury.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in their awesome tap room. That's Center Ice Brewery located in Midtown St. Louis. Let's go blues. When you've made it this far, you can't help but think about where this all started. Remember, we've been here before. 68, 69, and 70. We captured the imagination of a city. This is our time. This is our opportunity to make the world take notice, to finish the story we started eight months ago. It's been a long time, but the wait is over. Hey, buddy, we're back. Get ready. To hear some noise tonight, you're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's have a Donnybrook. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> Are we like Ogilvorp? Are we suspended? I I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish, Selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick tape? You don't need it no doubt about it eh you're listening to kurt bill and jeff on let's go blues radio the original st louis blues hockey fan podcast take it away boys oh 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 o'reilly auto parts welcome to season nine episode 28 of let's go blues radio this is the often imitated but never duplicated the original st louis blues hockey podcast support for let's go blues radio is brought to you in part by manscape.com the best in men's blow the waist grooming and by rocking that idlife.com the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your dna and by centerizebrewery.com st louis's first and only hockey themed brewery we're broadcasting live on Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. This is franchise episode number 294 all the time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price and Bill Day. Uh, Jeff Ponder may be joining us shortly. Uh, we shall see. He has currently dealing with an upper body uh, injury. Uh, no, that's not that's not true. Yeah, he is. Uh, he may join us. Uh, to interact with the show on social media, we are all over the place on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just to search for us, uh, Let's Go Blues Radio. You can listen. If you can listen to a podcast, you can certainly search the internet or go to letsgoblues.com for all that information. All of our links are there. Uh, we are uh, also have a Discord server where Blues fans can jump in and talk with the Blues fans with either text or voice chat, and the three of us will periodically be in there during Blues games or after Blues games. So uh, check that out. 
Uh, we're dual live streaming right now on YouTube and Facebook. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show, smash the bell, so you'll get some notifications when we do go live. Uh, we have a comment in the YouTube in the Facebook chat. What's up, dudes? Glad to finally be back with you live. Just purchased my birthday gift. Two tickets to the Blues and Wild. Uh, April 12th. Can't be more excited about this. And it's the wife's first ever NHL game. Well, that's cool. Cameron Smith in the Facebook chat. That's cool. Very nice. Congratulations. I'm jealous. I know they went on sale today. Blues tickets did. Uh, for anybody. Not just the season ticket holders. Bunch of snobs. Uh, <laughs> only season ticket holders get tickets. Not anymore, bitches. Uh, <laughs> We're taking this place back, bitches. Yeah. Uh, Puckeye14 in YouTube chat says, on behalf of all Sharks fans, condolences to everyone in St. Louis. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Puckeye14 from the uh, Teal Town USA podcast. We appreciate it greatly. That's a big loss for St. Louis. If you've been living under a rock lately, uh, you may have missed the rumors this afternoon that St. Louis Blues icon Bobby Plager had passed away in a car accident in St. Louis today. And then a little while later, around 3.45 p.m., the rumors were indeed confirmed that Bobby Plager was, in fact, in a two-car accident on eastbound 64 in St. Louis and had tragically passed away in the accident. Uh, the female driver of the other vehicle was taken to the hospital and thankfully with only minor injuries. So apparently she's going to be okay. Uh, the confirmation yet on what caused the accident, uh, no confirmation yet on what caused the accident. There were some rumors out there that he had suffered a heart attack, uh, which would have led to the accident, but that's nothing official by any means, so don't don't uh, go by that. That was just something that was posted by random folks, so who knows. Uh, he was 78 years old, and we'll get to some listener comments and remembering Bobby Plager uh, in a few minutes. Um, if you have... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say he, he was on his way to uh, Enterprise Center for the uh, graduation ceremony for Barkley the dog, Barkley named after Barkley Plager, right. Bob's older brother, um, when uh, this tragic accident occurred. So and uh, that ceremony was, was canceled. So, <gasps> And there is Mr. Ponder. Well, uh, how is Florida, Jeff? How's the upper body injury, or is that is that a nasty rumor that's not true? That's that's a nasty rumor. Don't don't trust what you hear on Let's Go Blues Radio, folks. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it's uh, it's it's beautiful down here. Uh, a lot of people wearing blue stuff that I've seen, which is kind of cool. You know what? Uh, I, I I experienced that too when I was down there at Disney uh, when the cup. Well, I mean the Blues were in the finals this time, but so that was kind of expected. But uh, yeah, I saw the same thing. Yeah, lots of blues and cardinals, which has been nice. But uh, yeah, it's been interesting. We've had a good time taking the boy to uh, Magic Kingdom for the first time. Was uh, let's just say I'll never experience that again. That was uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, Keith Price in the YouTube chat says, "Ponder on the Nokia flip phone." <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it, I don't know. It looks pretty good. Uh, actually, the mood lighting—it's pretty sexy. Yeah, going there. Very, well, this, very, this is this is how I roll after dark. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's in Florida. After, yeah, it's it's an hour. Uh, you're an hour, hour ahead of us there, so it's, it is darker there. You are uh, you are speaking to vacation, Jeff, right now, Paul. Right. Well, if you've ever heard our show before, for the last however many years, we've always done our beers of the show. It's a tradition here, and uh, tonight we'll do the same. But tonight we'll uh, raise them high and give uh, a game changing hip check toast to Bobby Plager. Uh, uh, after our our beers here so 
Jeff, do you have a do you have a beer this episode uh, this show or no? A beverage? I'll tell you what, I can run, I can run and go get one if you guys want to go ahead. I mean, you can have I and mean, you can say that your beverage of the show was saliva and just swallow if you want. No, no, I've, <laughs> I've got beer in the fridge. I can go grab some. All right. Okay. I mean, it's up you to guys you. Go ahead. It's up to you, Bill. Go right ahead, sir. We uh, we kind of you know after the news broke, we texted and we're like, man, this kind of calls for a momentous you know occasion. Drink something special. Um, and at, at the end of the day, I couldn't think of anything more special than the old arena lager, uh, from center ice brewery, you know, uh, Bob Plager, St. Louis institution, the old arena, St. Louis institution. But tonight I, I had to add just a little bit more to this otherwise perfect label. So I have the old arena Plager tonight. Yeah. So for the for the folks on the podcast, uh, Bill has uh, penciled in a P in front of Lager to spell Plager. Genius, brilliant, brilliant yeah. tribute, actually. And the folks at Center Ice Brewery, uh, special release uh, label for Old Arena Lager. We got the Old Arena Plager. Who knows? I mean, that's a pretty good idea. <clears throat> what do you think, Jeff? I mean, did you hear the what Bill did to his label on his beer? No, I did not hear that part. He has an old arena lager. He put a P in front of lager. Old arena plager. That is, Bill, you are a smarter man than I ever <laughs> give you credit for. So we know, we know that the uh, centerized brewery folks listen to the show. Maybe a special release label for uh, old arena lager coming up here, huh? Oh, sure, Kurt. Just make more work for them. You know, I mean, what do they got to do? <laughs> They're only running a business over there. Um, so Jeff, do you, uh, you got uh, something to show there? I do. And I also have a hey. friend joining the show. Hey, Shay, say hi. Hey, Shay. Hey, Shay. Yeah. That's my boy. I don't know if he's ever been on the show before. It might uh, be a first. It might be a first. Yeah. He enjoy, sure it is. He enjoying, uh, he enjoying Disney. You're at Disney, right? Or, or Universal. We went to Disney and you, we went to Universal today. Disney, uh, the last two days. Okay. He enjoying so, it? So, yeah, we... Oh, yeah, he's having a blast. He's a, definitely a coaster kid. I told him we're going to have to mm. get Six Flags season passes because, man, <laughs> he is having a blast. That's awesome. That's great. Yep. Oh, you want to look again? Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, my beer, I'm actually drinking out of my souvenir mug I got. Nice. <laughs> nice. Love it. Love it. Little little Duff beer got from Simpsons Land. Duff beer. Mug. Um, yeah, I'm I'm drinking uh, I'm drinking a St. Louis favorite for our for Bob Flager. That's the way I'm gonna that's the way I'm gonna pitch it. But it really is just that uh, CVS is the only place I went to get beer. I'm drinking a good old Bud Light. This one's for you, Bobby. It's a St. Louis beer. That's good. Yeah, that's another right. St. Louis institution. <laughs> it is. Like like them or not, it is the St. Louis institution. For beer. That's true. Um, so uh, mine tonight is the um, Absence of Light from Four Hands. And not to get too cheesy, but uh, the Blues organiza organization is now without an Absence of Light, without Bobby Plager. So. But uh, Peanut Butter Chocolate Stout, which I have enjoyed. It's one of my favorites I've had on the show many times. So shout out to Four Hands, which is a quality brewery in st louis um oh just so uh yeah cheers to bobby plager guys cheers, cheers to bobby yep if i was outside i'd pour a little on the ground 
but I'm not, so I can't. I will make a mess <laughs> on my carpet. Yeah, I, I am. I there you go, guys. Spot. <laughs> there you go. I just poured some out. <laughs> yeah, it's a hotel. It doesn't matter. Someone, yeah. someone gets paid good money. That's uh, <laughs> right. To do that, right? <laughs> Something worse has been spilled there too. I'm sure. Hmm. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I'm telling you, you better be prepared because when I yank it out, everybody in that audience, with the exception of my wife, is going to be running for the exits. Get prepared for St. Patrick's Day with Manscaped if you're going to get a little lucky. Manscaped is the global leader for blow-the-waist grooming and an official sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. You and your partner will get lucky, all right. Their lawnmower 3.0 will showcase your pot of gold like no other. Get the performance package now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag. To ensure you have the best tools for your family jewels, visit manscaped.com and use promo code LGB for 20% off and free international shipping. Also, every purchase at manscaped.com goes towards contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. There's gold at the end of the rainbow with Manscaped. It's a hard life picking stones and pulling teats, but sure as God's got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trails. Today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, uh, March 24th, 2020, uh, a couple of Bobby Plager items. Uh, the at STL Blues History Twitter account, uh, after the announcement today about Bobby Plager's uh, passing, uh, he is uh, posting Plager stuff all day. So photos, <clears throat> uh, stories, articles, video clips, uh, interviews, stuff like that. So uh, check out at STL Blues History on Twitter. To, uh, to see some of that. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, but 40 years ago today, March 24th, 1981, the uh, St. Louis Blues uh, host Barkley Plager Night and retire his number eight. So isn't that kind of uh, interesting that 40 years, the date of his, his brother's retirement ceremony for his number, uh, he, Bobby Plager passes away. Kind of weird how things work. Uh... Bobby Plager quote from uh, 1975. Uh, well, if you could uh, help the Blues by being traded, then that's what I'd want. I'd still be part of St. Louis. I always will be. Uh, and there have never been any players who put on a sweater who wanted to win any more than the Plagers. That's not his quote. That's someone else's. Uh, they're the greatest competitors I've ever seen. So before, while, while we have Jeff with us... Um, Obviously, the passing of Bobby Plager came as a shock today to people. Um, your thoughts on uh, Mr. Plager? You spent some time up in the, the press box. When uh, when you were up there, was he doing uh, radio work with the Blues, or was that no. before? Okay. No, no, that was Kelly Chase was doing all the radio work. But okay. Bobby was a presence, uh, to, to say the least, in the press box. Um it, he's one of those guys, uh, and, you know, Bernie kind of carried that a little bit, but with Bernie being a, a TV personality, he's up there, you know, bouncing around a lot. But but Bobby's one of those guys that kind of like, honestly, uh, and I'm not just saying this because he passed, I would have said this yesterday, kind of like a Wayne Gretzky. When he walked through the press box, everyone took notice. It was, you know, turn around. Hey, Bobby's here. Bobby's here. Look, there's Bobby. And it was always a big deal. And, um, you know, I know I've told stories about 
sitting around and, and being lucky enough to, to hear some tales from Bernie Federico, you guys as well. Um, but um, it, it, Bob, I was able to listen on, on a couple Bobby stories as well. And um, just the, just the, again, I know I've said this before, if you can find Tom Wheatley's book, Tales from a Blues Bench, uh, that is such, yeah, there it is right there. That is such a great read. It's it's from what about twenty years ago, Bill? Twenty five years ago, something like that. Uh, Two thousand and three. Uh, okay, uh, just an unbelievable book. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, my experience with Bobby uh, is more more just as a fan. I think again, I, I did get to experience him as a, as a press member, but I mean, I loved him like any other fan does, and. and you know, we think about all the Cardinals that have passed and all the, the greats that, that we've seen, unfortunately, leave us. And um, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, this has got to be the darkest day in Blues history. He is the number one St. Louis Blue. He literally, if I mean, if, you, if there's one person you could say bleeds blue, it is Bobby Plager. He is, uh, uh, and, and the fact that we got to see him be a champion with the rest of the team was very, very important. And um, I just, it, it, let's just say, I'll put it like this. Today, when, when I got the news, Kurt, you and I were, well, Bill, too, we were kind of messaging each other. I had just gotten off the, uh, the mummy ride, and I was like, just having the time of my life. And then I got the news today, and it just it it shook me uh, more than a celebrity death normally would. So this is a very dark day. And in St. Louis, anybody listening, um, remember, man, just remember how great that guy was. He's going to be a part of Blues history forever. Uh, we're going to be talking about him, I think, at the next Blues Cup. Win it again for Bobby, mm-hmm. um, because he's always going to be in our hearts. I think uh, uh, this is uh, the Gasoff tragedy. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's a that's up there, and that's the same kind of thing. Uh, uh, not an auto yeah, accident, but a biking accident, so in a tragedy, right. motorcycle accident. Yeah, yeah. his wife it was, was tragic. His wife was pregnant at the time. Just a horrible, horrible uh, thing. Uh, th- and this is the same kind of thing. It's just a. Uh, you know, it's it's not like uh, someone uh, passing in their sleep when they're 90 years old, and it's just from old age, and it's a it's a different kind of a shocking, uh, taken too soon kind of a thing, and it's just it sucks. Um, uh, I, you see you see the news, and you're just sitting there, you're just kind of like staring at the news, and you're like, yeah, you just you don't you, you feel like shit, and you don't know how to react. You're just like, damn, can't believe it. And you just and you go online. You're just looking for news and tidbits and stuff about what people are saying, and because uh, you want to know how, you want to know why, you want to know what was going on, and you know, it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's a hard thing to it's a difficult thing to process uh, what happened today, and I think uh, it uh, and it's it's it's, it's telling because like all of hockey, you know, has uh, kind of checked in and said you know, given their condolences and whatnot. And uh, it's very telling, too, that uh, all the – anybody who's ever interacted with Bobby Plager knows that that this is – he was a special kind of guy. Yeah, I'll – Bill, I want you to speak to this, but um, I'm going to 
close up here and, and get back to the family. But I just wanted to say I wanted to be a part of this episode simply because I wanted to pay my respects in, in our way to the passing of, of Bobby Plager. And, and it's a weird feeling being and Kurt, I know you can speak to this with being down here for the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It's weird being in Orlando and like not being in St. Louis right now. Like I feel like yes. I need to be around Blues fans yes. and and hugging yeah. them all. Like all of my friends listening, Jason, Leon, all you guys that I know listen to the show. Um, I owe you a hug whenever when I see you guys because uh, this this is a, a very dark day, as I said, but. Uh, gentlemen, I know you're going to do the show justice. I'm, uh, I'm going to drop off here, but uh, thanks for letting me be a part of it and um, have a good show the rest of the way. And RIP Bobby, St. Louis, I'll uh, see you guys in a, in a couple days. Before you leave, uh, uh, Mary Ponder and uh, says uh, hi, Jeff, and hi, Shay, in the Facebook chat. So, <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> All right, guys. See you, Jeff. Have a good day. See you. Right. Thanks, thanks, Jeff. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, it is. I mean, this is, you know, this is this the soul of the city lost. You know, is lost today. I mean, he he was the soul of the franchise there from the beginning. Um, you know, but the most approachable person. I mean, oh, yeah. everybody, everybody I know uh, who knows anything about the blues has had some story or some, you know, chance run in um, whether it's his bar or, you know, just out on the town. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I had a couple, couple of times just grabbing lunch on the Hill and, you know, walk in and, and there's Bobby with uh, Mike Russo. And, you know, it, it just, you know, he was, he was just, you know, everywhere. And, you know, such the, the perfect ambassador for this team. And, you know, it, it is, uh, it's just, I mean, there, I don't think there will be, um, you know, a, a greater loss, you know, for, for, for this franchise and the fact that it's it's tragic is just makes it so much harder to uh to comprehend uh some comments in the in the chats here um let's see uh, cameron smith in the facebook chat says uh drinking a yingling flight as mr plager flies west for the last time uh nickel in the glass for an absolute legend uh youtube chat uh winning unlimited uh uh crying face <laughs> uh, Let's see. Uh, Keith Price says Blue Note Club. What does that mean? I'm not sure what that. Oh, when oh when we were up there, is that what you're talking about, Keith? Uh, when we were up there, and we met uh, Salt Plager. Um, Daniel Nelson, sad day in Blues history. Uh, Austin Lynch is very sad. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dan Grice uh, says Ponder looks like he lost 20 pounds. <laughs> um, let's see. Paul uh, Parashak. I think the new that's a new name in the chat, is it not? Uh, I'm uh, so touched by Bobby's passing. Was my mom's favorite player. My family was season ticket holders in '67. I recall falling asleep uh, on the back seat uh, on 270, driving home from the arena. Uh, Third Eye Browski uh, says, "R.I.P. Bobby. We bleed blue for you." Um, let's see. Uh, 
Paul Parashek again says, I just feel great that he got to be part of the Cup Blues team. And that's a lot of people are checking in with that. Uh, and that's so true. Yeah. I mean, that, that it would have been a shame uh, had the Blues won it uh, next year, you know, or this year after his passing. Yeah. So this would have been, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, yeah, um, we, can, we can keep touching on Austin Lynch. Uh, last time he cried about a celebrity death before Bobby was for, for Kobe um, last year when Kobe Bryant passed another, you know, just a, a international uh, figure there. Um, but, uh, yeah, he says uh, this is hitting him five times harder. Um, Speaking of, uh, of, like, tearing up or crying uh the i when plager's number was retired and they lowered barclay's number eight down uh, and then plager's number went up to meet it right and they went together i mean such a symbolic you know gesture and it's just like you know you and you see him on tv tearing up and crying and i'm standing there watching it and i'm just like you know trying to hold it back and trying to be manly right in front of my kids. <laughs> um, and it just, yeah, it hits you in the gut, man. It's just like, Jesus, yeah. don't get emotional about that. And what's wrong with you? Yeah, no, that, that God, there, there, I don't think there was a dry eye in, in St. Louis or anywhere, anybody that had that game turned on. Cause yeah, I had, I had that, you know, exact same, you know, just, you know, tears welling up and just moving, moving moment. And, you right. know, yeah. And, and talking about his, you know, the Jersey being retired for the longest time, it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was just, honored. it was right. It was honored. And, you know, it, finally after, you know, it, it, you're not going to retire it and take it away from Barrett Jackman who, you know, it, not not in the the same level as as Bobby Plager, but you know he was you know a beloved figure is still a beloved figure. But you're not going to take that away from him during no, he, his playing career. Uh, so, Jackman Jackman wore the five well. He was a good he's right. a good he, for five. Right. He he was probably you know you know another he he was a heart and soul player like Plager, gritty played the game the right way. Um, and so, yeah, he was, he was, you know, the, the right person to wear the Jersey, um, you know, before it got retired finally and appropriately for Bobby. Uh, and Keith's in the YouTube chat says, uh, uh noticed him in the press box. Uh, yeah. Cause Keith and I were, uh, uh, up there, um, in the came box that one game with, uh, and, uh, yeah. Cause that was when Plager was, uh, doing color, uh, filled in for chase one game. And we were up there, and uh, so it was Kerber and Plager doing the game. So it was kind of cool to kind of hang out up there uh, during that game, um, which is what I thought you meant, Keith. Very good. Uh, I, I wish I had been able to see him play uh, be, because I, he was before my time. He retired when I was four years old, uh, four or five, four, three or four or five. Um, I, I feel like it would have been a, a, a privileged watching play, like a, like a lot of fans. I have to go by stories, articles, video clips, um, which good luck with the video book. clips. The book, right? The book's a good one. Uh, like, yeah. like good luck with video clips, though, because you're not going to find a whole lot uh, with him uh, out there. It's just 60s and 70s, you don't see much of it out there. But his, his impact on whoever he met, whoever saw him play, uh, was telling. Uh, he wasn't. 
He was because he wasn't a scoring machine. He wasn't a highlight reel guy. He wasn't flashy. He just played harder than anyone else on the ice, uh, and uh, and that set the tone for what Blues fans kind of fell in love with, and still really holds true today with Blues fans. Um, that mentality has been passed down generations uh, of Blues fans that it's been a fan base that have, that have wanted a hardworking player. And when we've had hardworking players in the lineup that just give it everything they've got, uh, they're fan favorites instantly. Uh, and that's just, and so, you know, a lot of hockey towns might be that way, but it's certainly here, here, uh, certainly that way here. And all that is probably due in large part to the way Bobby Plager played. Cause since he was original blue, he was here from the beginning. Um, that's just how St. Louis fans knew hockey, right? Uh, in person was yeah. how Plager and that team played. And they were just hard-nosed, uh, tough team. And right. that's what St. Louis fans love to, to, today, too. Right. It's, it's always been the, you know, the identity that the, the Blues fans have wanted in the team. You know, they didn't have superstars on that early team. You know, they had they had some um, guys who were towards the end of their career, you know, thinking of uh, Jacques Plant and Glenn Hall, um, who had, you know, really, you know, uh, impactful time here, but, you know, were probably beyond their prime by the time they got here. Um, same, same can be said about Doug Harvey. There really wasn't that superstar. Right. The, the the first real stars, you know, Red Berenson, of course, you know, was legendary in his own right for, you know, the the six goals and the, the speed that he possessed. And, you know, Gary Unger was probably the, the first guy that would be considered a star, um, you know, and then Federico and Sutter. Um, and I, I think Sutter was beloved because he was cut from that same cloth mm-hmm. as the players. Right. And it, and he scored a, a little bit, so he was he was a good goal scorer yeah. too. So, yeah, same thing. Uh, Sutter, hardworking guy, um, hard nosed guy, um, and he was productive too, and had a great success with uh, uh, Federico and Babich on that uh, that line too. So that was a right. And, and, you know, those guys were majorly influenced by Barkley player, you know, who, who coached them in Kansas city and then in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, up here in the national. Yep. So, you know, it's funny cause, uh, Brett Hall may be the best pure goal scorer in NHL history. Okay. But, uh, and he's a hall of famer. He's a, he's a reason that we got a new arena built in town. Um, he got kids playing hockey in St. Louis and as huge as Hull is in St. Louis, he's massive. Uh, Plager's more beloved than Hull is. Um, and especially by those who were fortunate enough to have watched both play. So, and that's, that's telling. He was a special player. He was a special person. He'll be sorely missed. Uh, and I'm sure once fans are allowed back uh, to Pack Enterprise Center again when, they, uh, when, when Plager's honored, uh, that ticket is going to be the hardest ticket in this town, maybe ever, aside from the cup finals tickets. I mean, I, I can't, I mean, that's, that's going to be a ticket that fans are going to want to see, to get. So. 
Yeah, yeah, and you know, it just you think you think about you know just the the timing of those you know of his death, um, and it it's it kind of you know it feels it feels a bit of a shame um, that and, and hopefully the Blues will still do it even though the fans can't attend, but you know he, he needs to be laid you know lay in state inside Enterprise Center. Hmm. You know that that he's he's deserving of that. You know, Mutual got that. Jack Buck got that. Bobby Player deserves that. And uh, you know, it just it sucks that you know it's it, hopefully towards the tail end of this pandemic. But you know, it's still uh, you know social distancing going on. It, it, it's going to be hard. And who knows? You know, maybe maybe people will show up on mass. Um, I'm, I'm not encouraging that by any stretch keep your distance um and uh yeah i i think you're right though that ticket when when it comes time to to honor him um you know at a game um and i i think it's it's like the decision they announced last week with uh, postponing the pronger retirement you 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 open next season with this right you Mm -hmm. you you don't try to you you, obviously you have to recognize it and you know have a moment of silence before the game tomorrow night and um you know but you you gotta wait until everybody's back sure to uh to celebrate his life and um this this kind of begs the question i haven't seen it brought up yet um do you i mean at first thought, uh, if I ask this question, my answer is yes. Do you, do you put something outside Enterprise for Plager? Is there mm-hmm. not? I'm not. Maybe not a statue. Maybe even a statue. I mean, why not a statue? I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't put a statue outside of the front of uh, Enterprise for Plager, then who? The qualifications for a statue aren't set. Right. There's no, no prerequisites. It's not like the Hall of Fame. There's no prerequisites. Right. No benchmarks you have to reach to get a statue. It's just whether you've done enough for the team and the city and you mean a lot to the team and the city to get one, right? This is kind of the the, the the your 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 work as a your body of work as a whole, I guess. Right? So no. I don't know right. I don't know who and, else is more deserving. No. I mean it, it, he, he like i said he's he's the 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 soul of of the franchise you know uh, he's he's woven into the very fabric of the franchise and that'll never go he if anybody in this the history of the organization deserves you know f- recognition in the form of a statue it's got to be bobby um and that we could have many great debates over what the statue should be. Oh, I don't care. Should you know? Should it be um, you know Steen and Petro helping him? You know, hold the cup over his head, <laughs> uh, or should it be a patented hip check? I was you know? my first thought was hip check. Uh, or should it be going over the glass <laughs> into, into the that ground? That would be great. Or 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 something that's not even him. Something that's not a a, a, a statue of a of a as a player, like some kind of a a, a large number five, like a ten foot yeah. high number five or something. You know, or a, I don't know uh, something because his number's retired. Put the number five out there. I don't know uh, something. That's a that's I mean that's down the road. Uh, but I think it would be a fantastic thing to uh honor him in that way outside the building 
uh, on the alongside Hull, McKinnis, and Paterko. The three start sketches we have. I think that's a that's a that's a no brainer, right? That's got to happen at some point. Yeah. And and in, if not, you know, let's start a petition. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, we were. The, I mean, I don't know who else. Who else was calling for Pronger's uh, number retirement before the show was? I don't. I didn't. Anybody? We were all over it a few years ago. Hey guys, it's Jeff. I'm constantly finding myself grinding away in the corners with weight loss or muscle gain. Whenever I asked the experts for help, it was never anything feasible for my lifestyle. I spoke with my friend Dustin over at rockinthatidlife.com, and he explained that there's something known as active fat, which is fat stored in our abdomen that influences hormonal functionality. Because it's in the abdomen, it's close to vital organs. Don't you want something that'll be your third man in? RockinThatIDLife.com offers Slim Plus, which helps remove stored fat and burn it as energy. Slim Plus also includes alpha lipoic acids, which functions as the team bus, transporting nutrients where they need to be stored within your body. This will assist with energy and improve your overall mood. So whether you're looking to put on muscle or lose weight, Slim Plus has your back. Find out more at rockinthatidlife.com. That's rockinthatidlife.com. And tell them Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. Rockinthatidlife.com. Text Dustin. Get 10% off. Tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. Uh, Darren Grice in the YouTube chat says, you absolutely put up a statue. And so, so I'm thinking you heard it here first, guys. Demand a statue. Demand a statue for Plager outside the uh, outside enterprise, whether it be a statue of him as a player, a statue of something else, a huge number five, whatever. Uh, something, a statue to honor Bobby Plager. Uh, he was born March 11, 1943, in Kirkland Lake, Ontario. Uh, Plager played junior hockey with the Guelph Biltmore Mad Hatters. That's a fantastic name, the Mad Hatters. The, Gil- the Guelph Biltmore Mad Hatters. Hard to say. Fantastic name. Uh, and the Guelph Royals. Guelph? Is it Guelph or Guelph? Guelph? Guelph. 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 Okay. Thank yes. you for not uh, no, jumping I... in and saying, it's Guelph, Kurt, it's Guelph. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, I was <laughs> waiting for you to ask. <laughs> I usually do if I'm not sure. Uh, known for his aggressive, highly physical play, uh, Plager broke what was the uh, Ontario Hockey Association's record for penalty minutes in a season in '61-'62. He signed a professional contract with the New York Rangers in '64, but only played 29 games with the Rangers over the next three years, spending most of his time with the minor league Baltimore Clippers. The NHL's expansion gave Plager his chance to become an NHL regular. He was traded to St. Louis with Gary Sabrin, uh, Tim Ecclestone, and Gord. I'm going to jump with this one. Can I geyser? Can I geyser? Can I geyser? Can I get a clue? Uh, yeah, <laughs> not going to work here. Can I not go work here anymore? Yeah. Can I get can I, can a geyser? Somebody can a geyser. Yeah, it's, it's got to be can a geyser. Jeez. Uh, for yeah, Rod, for, for Rod Siling, no, yeah, right. On that's, June 6th, that's quite the trade. On June sixth, nineteen sixty-seven, uh, he helped the Blues to three straight Stanley Cup Finals in their first three seasons. Unfortunately, coming empty, empty each time, losing four to nothing in each series. Uh, 
His regular season numbers, uh, 14 years in the NHL, 645 games played. That's 616 with the Blues. 20 goals, 126 assists, 146 points, plus 18, 800 penalty minutes. Uh, playoffs all the time with the Blues is uh, all with the Blues. He had no playoff games with the Rangers. Uh, 74 games played, two goals, 17 assists, 19 points, a minus 24, and 195 penalty minutes in the playoffs. So uh, Plager brothers uh, Bill and Barkley also played uh, in the NHL. All three of them played together with the Blues from 68 to 72. His jersey was retired on February 2nd, 2017, which we discussed earlier, the uh, seventh for a Blues uh, player and uh, hangs next to his brother Barkley's number eight at Enterprise Center. He was either a player, coach, or executive for nearly all of the Blues' existence until his death and at one point had held just about every position the Blues had uh, within the organization. So that was, and that, that, I mean, especially back in the day when there weren't as many positions within the organization uh, to hold, uh, he had held it <laughs> pretty much from GM down to a scout to uh, whatever. I don't, I don't think it was a trainer. Um, although I wouldn't put a past him. No. Probably um, filled in one night or another. He might have. He might have. Head coach. Um, ambassador the past so many years. So, you know, I, I have a Bobby player story. Uh, I met him at, um, first time I met him was at SIUE. This was at a, uh, I think maybe it was the second time. This may be the second time. Um, yeah, I think it was the second time, uh, at SIUE at a blues ticket sales event, uh, maybe 15 years ago or so. Uh, there weren't many folks around. Uh, and I didn't even know he was going to be there. Um, I, I walked over there for lunch to the uh, to the muck, and I saw him. Uh, I saw a Blues little uh, ticket sales thing where they were selling tickets to an upcoming game. And I looked over, and I'm like, I'll be damned. That's uh, Bobby Plager sitting at the table there. And there was nobody around. And so I went up to him and shook his hand and started talking. And we talked for 20, 25 minutes. Uh Sat down there, and we're talking about, uh, you know, Jackman's shoulder, you know, the team's play, um, ticket sales, uh, his career. It was, it's the nicest guy, you know. I mean, you don't want, I don't want to, you don't want to bother him, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but there wasn't anybody around there, and nobody lined up to, to talk about buying tickets for the game at the time. Uh, and so I'm just sitting there talking, and he's just having a ball, just talking to you know a fan so that was I, I i that was that was awesome i was just and i walked away just thinking just like he is instantly one of my favorite people i just uh, you, it, and he's just the nicest guy and more than happy to talk to anybody and you know my story there's a million people that have that same story that just go up to him and uh, he gives you all the time in the world and we'll take pictures with you um talk to you shake your hand and uh, just like uh, you're his best friend. It's just it was just uh, it it just sucks when a when a guy like that that that, that is uh, is is taken too soon. I say like 78, you know, it's too soon, but still, it's too soon. You're right. I've said it before. Just it seems like everybody I know that that has been around the blues and followed the blues has some kind of bark story or bark bobby story <laughs> um not too many people have bark stories at this point no He's, not anymore you know, no no he tragically passed away brain cancer in the 80s yeah. um but uh yeah i mean 
it's on the one hand, I'm, I'm glad, you know, that we're, you know, we're having a show tonight and can talk about it, but, um, you know, we could have had, and, and I don't know, maybe we, maybe we have something, um, you know, ask fans to keep, uh, keep, uh, messages coming, um, you know, where we really could have people just, you know, telling their bark store or that bark. I did it again. Damn it. My, <laughs> my brain is fried. Um, but they're, they're Bob stories, right? You know, yeah. it, it's there, there are a million of them out there and, you know, I, I would love to hear all of them. Just, well, I mean, he's just such a, such a legend in this town. Uh, right before the show started, uh, my, girlfriend amy she uh, sent me a message saying that the uh, everyone seems to have a personal bobby plager story um and she said this was written by a former classmate of uh, uh her mom's uh of amy's mom's so uh and she thought that we might want to read it so i said uh, the, the the story was uh let's say this morning received word of the death of legendary st louis blues defenseman bobby plager one of the hockey heroes of my youth in 1971, during a pickup hockey during pickup hockey at a rink in St. Louis, Bobby and his brother Barkley jumped onto the ice and started mixing it up with a bunch of kids. Bark took an easy shot at the stunned goalie, and somehow the 14-year-old goalie stopped the shot with his right skate. The rebound went to Bobby Plager, who took a pretty solid wrist shot, and the goalie stopped it with his shoulder, trapped it with his glove hand, and deftly dropped it at the side of the net. He then skated off the ice as the session was over. I can still feel the spot on my shoulder. The bruise lasted for for weeks, but I skated off the ice knowing I had stopped two shots from my favorite initial defenseman. How cool is that? That is an amazing story. To be playing pickup hockey uh, and two of your favorite defensemen come out there, boom, and they're just shooting on you. That's got to be amazing. So if you, so Bill, if you were out, you know, just stick and puck at Coke or whatever, and then Leo comes out there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> the, yeah. Well, I, I, it'd probably be a different story. There would be groveling. Um, and <laughs> I'm not worthy. Um, but no, I mean that that is uh, you know, that would be the closest closest experience I would have, right? To to that, um, you know, it, it, it's it just you know. It, a little bit before my time, you know, that, that they were, um, you know, so I, I never really had that, the opportunity for that, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have, apart from bumping into him here and there around the city, just, you know, cause he was seemingly everywhere. Um, the, I think the only time that I, you know, was in the early eighties, there was a, uh, the blues were doing uh, clinics around area rinks and I was just getting into hockey, um, you know, as a player, um, four years old, I think I have, I have some pictures um, that I got, got from my mom recently. Um, and there were a few guys that, that came out and I'm pretty sure Bobby was one of them. I remember the, the players that were there, um, uh, well, the, the only player I remember was Ed Kia and I, I have, uh, have his autograph somewhere, but, uh, pretty sure Bobby was in tow for that. Um, 
seemed to be everywhere. Anytime the Blues wanted something public, you know, some some appearance in public, he he was the guy. So. Center Ice Brewery is St. Louis's only hockey-themed brew house. Stop on in during the next game to experience the ultimate hockey fan brewery while sampling various hockey-inspired beers, such as Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, the Rotating Pale Ale Series, or seasonal offerings such as their Imperial Stout, their Lime Sherbet Sour, and much more. While you're there enjoying any number of their fantastic beverages, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood and the actual penalty box door from the old barn. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game, or any game. Visit centericebrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in the tap room. Center Ice Brewery, let's go Blues. Please drink responsibly. Uh, we mentioned Center Ice Brewery earlier, and uh, Bill's ingenious uh, uh, pee on the bottle of the old arena lager to make it old arena plager. Uh, that is got to happen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying you center eyes folks. Uh, uh, let's cook up a new label here for a, a limited edition kind of a thing. That'd be awesome. Um, and I've got, uh, I've got my, uh, when I met plager at SIUE, uh, they had, uh, some photos there that he signed. And uh, there it is. I've got that. I've had to hang up ever since. So it's one of my more uh, uh, treasured uh, items I have in my in my studio here. Love it. So and it you know just takes on that much more meaning now. So so uh, Bobby Plager, uh, you know, he finally got his parade, which we discussed um, after the Blues beat Boston in Game Seven. Uh, Plager said, "It's unreal. I had three chances, didn't make it, but tonight makes up for for it all." And whatever happened before, this night makes up for it. Not just me, but for St. Louis, the fans, our players, and our owners. It was very tough on me, this series, walking around. But I wanted it so bad. So bad. Um, talks about walking around. He did that. He was uh, uh, he was very nervous during – he's yeah. very nervous during games, especially in the playoffs, yeah. especially in the finals. He would walk around and – He'd walk around until he got comfortable <laughs> where the Blues were playing, and he would just stay in that spot wherever he was when he's walking around. And I don't think he watched part parts of the games because he's walking around. Yeah, yeah, no, he he uh, that that was uh, it was great the the discussions about that um, you know during during the final um, that he just he he was so nervous he couldn't watch and yeah, yeah. and that's and, that's just so great because that's. You know, former players, you know, uh, chimed in after the Blues won the Cup, and they were, you know, congratulations, this and that. And I'm sure a lot of them were pulling for the Blues hard. But they weren't pacing and nervous, um, and oh, most of them weren't probably, uh, in sweaty hands and just can't sit still and and uh, like Plager. Plager. Plager bled blue more than anybody. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it was – and yeah. that's just – that's just, I mean, imagine your most diehard fan, right? They just, just can't sit still. Is so nervous in these games because they want the team to win so bad. That's Plager. And uh, he's, he's not just a former player who, you know, is rooting for the team because he used to play here and stuff, and he's just he's happy to see the Blues win. He really wanted the Blues to win. So that's, yeah. that's special. Yeah. I mean, he, he really, you know, I, you know, 
not not to uh, be be too uh, dark and literal, but he he lived and breathed the blues, mm-hmm. right? It was it was you know he was the soul of the team, and and the team was just you know inseparable from his identity and and that that was that was just so amazing you know to 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 witness that you know a, a man in his 70s who you know had been been around from the beginning with this organization and never never gave up hope and and uh you know his his dream was finally realized and you know win it for Bobby. Right. I mean, that was, that was the rally cry. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I remember, you know, being at a lot of those games during the, the, the playoffs um, and they would have the different, uh, you know, the, the different people do the, uh, the intros um, Kelly chase, you know, the, Hey buddy, we're here. And uh, you know, Brett Hull, um, you know, doing it, but, but when they played Bobby yep. uh, every time, chills every time yeah he was uh he was on there a few times he started it off and then he uh uh came in the middle and the end i think with different bits for that, that yeah. video that was yeah it was fantastic yeah mm-hmm. uh, um the uh blues uh 2019 stanley cup final win also got plager the parade down market street uh he said that uh playoff mvp ryan o'reilly had guaranteed him that he'd get that parade so uh, uh, Plager said uh, when they acquired O'Reilly, he goes, I'm going to get it, talking about the parade, and there's a guy named O'Reilly this year uh, who I gave him his sweater when he came in, and I told him, you know, I need a parade. And O'Reilly told him, I'll get you one. It's just, it's, 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 it's an awesome story. It's just like, it's like, it's like Bozak's story, you know, uh, you sign it, and now let's go, get that, let's go win a cup. Uh, and it happened. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to back it up. Because you hear players say, let's win a cup all the time, right? Uh, but you say it, and then you back yeah. it up. I mean, and that year, too. <laughs> that that right. very season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many legendary things about, about that season. And, you know, of course, of course, Bobby is, is ingrained in that legend. Uh, David Perron's comments uh, on uh, Twitter today, he uh, posted out, and it's it's with a heavy heart that I learned the passing of one of my favorite hockey people I ever encountered. From the moment I was 19, Bobby Plager has welcomed me with to the Blues and still came to say hi when I was on another team. Uh, his pride of the city of St. Louis and the Blue Note is what I have learned the most from him. He is one of the greatest out there always. Happy to joke around and make you feel good. Thanks for everything. You got your parade, and now you are finally going to see Barkley again. So, uh, you know, it's things like that with, I mean, Perron, and not to divert from Plager here, but uh, uh, who who doesn't love Perron? I mean, mm. I mean, I, the guy wants right. to play here. <laughs> He just wants to be right. here. I, we tried to set him away three times. Know, right? and, and he keeps coming back. He and just that, won't you know, go away. <laughs> but that's the thing. You know, Bobby. Bobby's love for this team, right, just was just – it was so evident and so apparent. 
and the the joy that David Perron gets from playing this game and and playing here in this town, um, you know, I'm not gonna not gonna try to equate the two things, but there there are two things that are very evident there, right? You know, you just know that you know Bobby loved St. Louis and this franchise, and and David Perron loves hockey and recognizes that, you know, the 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 love that Bobby had for for this team for this town. Um, so it's great, great that we have that quote from, um, I'll read, uh, Gary Bettman. Um, don't know if you saw this, but Gary Bettman actually put out a statement, um, today about it. Um, and we said few men in the history of our game were more closely connected to a city and a franchise than Bob player was to St. Louis and the blues in the lineup for the blues inaugural game, October 11th, 1967. He assisted on the first goal in franchise history and committed the blues first penalty that night thus commencing a 54-year association <laughs> with the organization. Plager played 11 seasons on defense for the Blues, including four alongside brothers Bill and Barkley, appeared in three Stanley Cup finals in the franchise's first four seasons, and had his number five retired in 2017. Upon retiring as a Plager, as a Plager, <laughs> as a player, you never retire as a Plager. Yeah, I, well, uh, what else would he retire as? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, upon retiring as a player, Plager served the Blues in various capacities for four decades. Respected by fellow players for his toughness, he was beloved by the uh, by his teammates for his welcoming personality and forged a fierce bond with St. Louis uh, fans that would last his entire life. The National Hockey League uh, family mourns the tragic passing of a true St. Louis original and sent our condolences to his daughter Melissa, his son Bobby, his two grandchildren, and his countless fans in St. Louis and throughout hockey. And, you know, that's, it's, you know, we, we've uh, derided Gary Bettman, um, but that is a class move, um, recognizing, you know, what, what Bobby meant to, to the team and to the league. So thank you, Gary. The, um, the Centene Center has a, uh, isn't one of the ranks there, the Bobby Plager rank? And it's got a five on the rink, and it's got his signature under the ice in the corner. Um, I believe it does. Uh, and I believe he, so. I've, yeah, I've I, yet to get out there. I, I, yeah, me, me either, but I, I, I saw a video uh, of it, and when they christened it, and he, he went out there with his grandkids, um, and they were they were kind of playing around a little bit. Uh, they were the first people on that ice. And so, you know, watching it, it's just like, man, because that, that, you know, it, it, all kinds of stuff. People are posting all kinds of videos and things today, and that was one of them. I, I watched it, and I hadn't seen it before, and I was like, man, you know, just – and you think about his family. You think about his his kids and grandkids and stuff and, and the loss that they're they're dealing with right now and the sudden loss um, just, you know, just breaks your heart. Um, I didn't know this. Um, this was shared on Twitter, and this was um, – uh, I forgot the account. I wish I could. Uh, oh, St. Louis Media History. They and I'll I'll bring this up and I'll put it on on my side of the show here. And I think we'll lose audio from me at the time uh, while it's up there. But I'll just I'll share it. But it's it's uh, Bobby Plager was a part of KPLR Channel Eleven News. I assume he did the sports, and he's here uh, posing with a picture with the rest of the newscasters. And I'll put it up here for a second so the folks on YouTube and Facebook can see it. So that, that, that was uh, 
<laughs> I I really and I actually uh, tweeted out. I was like, okay, uh, KPLR, if you have any footage of Bobby Plager doing the news or doing the sports, I would love to see it. That would be great. That's footage that I I didn't even know was out there. If if it is out there, but this is back in the you know I assume seventies, uh, maybe eighty. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So I don't that, is that is that Christine Buck? Was she doing the news back then? Who in the front there? Yeah. Uh I don't know. Is it? I don't know. She's probably she had to be too young I don't at know. that point. I don't, I don't know. But I'm sure footage may not exist. They don't keep stuff like that for that long, I guess, but maybe they got something. It'd be cool to see it. So I, I said, if you got footage, let's sh- you know share it. So we'll see. Uh, Plager's uh, physical blues teams uh, helped create the Broad Street Bullies, for those who didn't know that. Um, the Blues beat up on the Flyers constantly in the early days, and their uh, the Flyers owner, uh, or the GM, got tired of, uh, of that and, and set out to build a tough team to stand up to the Blues. And he did. And Philadelphia has two cups because of them. Uh, so in a way, you know, they owe their cups, uh, they owe debt of thanks to... Bobby Plager and the St. Louis Blues for their cups. So if the Flyers want to send their condolences to the, the Blues organization, they uh, they probably should. Yeah. Because without the Blues, yeah. uh, who the Brassy Bullies don't exist, and they probably don't win the cups then anyway that they did. Yeah. Yeah, they went on that run in the uh, the mid-'70s because of the uh, the response. Yep. Um, you know, Snyder didn't want to get pushed around, so brought in uh, um, Schultz and Bobby Clark, and, yep. yeah, the, yeah, the rest, the rest is, is history of Philly. Um, I guess uh, up next for the Blues, we got a, a big game against Minnesota tomorrow night. Um, four points behind third-place Minnesota. Um. 7 p.m. puck drop. Uh, maybe look for us into scored after the game or during the game, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Uh, let's go blues.com slash discord. If you haven't checked that out, uh, it seems like uh, people are trickling in a little more and more um, as, as we go on. I uh, had a really good talk after the blues game, uh, last blues game. I uh, had about half a dozen guys in there while the voice chatting, uh, just talking uh, blues hockey and other stuff or whatever. Uh, that was a good time. Uh, talked for, gosh, it's, and I was planning on going there for like 30 minutes just to talk. I was in there for like an hour and a half. So that was, it was a good time. Um, yeah. it, it's been fun the few times I've been in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, hoping, hoping uh, be a little bit of that tomorrow night since it's uh, an actual, you know, seven o'clock central start time for once. Yeah, I know. So tired of, so tired of this West coast crap and uh ponder says first game against minnesota yeah first game yeah we're over yeah. halfway through the season it's the first game against the against the wild yeah but so they you know and the one thing that shocked me the other night um you know, when they were talking about you know we're done with one team i figured it had to be the coyotes we played no, them no. seven in a row no. no we have to play them still uh the sharks we we don't yes. get to see our, our, the our friends the sharks so. Yeah, we do play Arizona one more or Arizona one more time in April, uh, and April is going to be hell month. Uh, there, if if you haven't looked ahead to April, the schedule 
take a look mm-hmm. because all Colorado, Vegas, and Minnesota. Yeah, it's it's the three teams ahead of us. That's all we play, except for one game against Arizona. That's it. one game. That's it. There's 15 games, 14 against the three three teams ahead of us, uh, six against Colorado, and uh, six against Minnesota, two against Vegas, and one against Arizona. That is a Thank- bitch. Thank God the Californian teams all suck this year. Yeah, but it's a, it's a shame that it's a shame that we didn't do better against LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the, the 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 game against Minnesota, and then the two games against Anaheim that follow. The, that's our the, the, those those two games against, against Anaheim. Last chance to get quote quote easy points uh, before April, which there aren't going to be any easy points in April. But I look back to 2019 when right after Benson was called up and we went on a nice run in January. And then we had that February schedule. We talked about this on the show that uh, the blues needed to do very well, but February was a bitch. It looked a lot like April does now. It was all good teams all ahead of us. And we did fantastic in 19. And that's, why we that's that was why we were the way we were uh going into may and in the playoffs so maybe uh, they can duplicate that kind of a thing and have a really nice uh next month and and we'll uh, uh be in good shape going to the playoffs or uh they shit the bed against teams that are ahead of them and la passes us and we miss the playoffs that is a very realistic possibility right now with this team which is scary because of the expectations that were that we had coming into the season where we were a cup contender. That sucks. That is yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, we've this, the season, you know, yeah, we've been injury plagued, but we've never found our defensive, uh, you know, defense first mentality, um, give up way too much in the slot and uh, left way too many points on the table. So it's uh, yep. it's time to uh, time to buckle down. Um, you know, news uh, news came out today too about uh, you know Pareko taking part in full mm-hmm. practices. That yep. that could be good news, but man, uh, never never count on a guy with a bulging disc. Yeah, that, that I mean, is bad news. If uh, that 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 injury was never official though, that was never released. Who said that? I mean, I'm not saying it's not true. It probably is, but what the bulging disc? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember, but that that is, you know, seemed pretty consistent with uh, with how you know he, he just he lost the stride and um, just seemed to to you know labor quite a bit and you know wasn't wasn't getting a lot on the shot. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, it could be anything, but I, 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 it's probably true. I mean, stuff like that that floats around there that is, is, is as as prevalent as that rumor was, it's probably true. But uh, they didn't release that. So, I mean, if he has a bulging disc, um, probably should require surgery, uh, and he'd be done for the year. So, maybe they're skating him. Maybe they're going to try and play him, um, and see if he can play through it. And then have a surgery in the offseason. Uh, that's a very real possibility. They're just seeing if you yeah. can play through it. Yeah, which to me is, you know, just it, it's desperation. 
Um, sure. You know, just, you know, I, I, obviously you're not going to, you know, losing Petrangelo in the off season was, was going to, you know, put a dent in the team's defense, but to lose Petrangelo and Pareko, um, obviously you want Pareko back and healthy. Um, but that's a little too much to overcome. And, uh, I don't know. Well, you lost, you lost your number one and then you lost the number one that was error apparent. Yeah. The error number right. one. Uh, thank God that Falk stepped up. Otherwise, I mean, as, as, as many yeah. issues as the defense has had, you know, without Falk, Oh my God, it'd be a shit right. show back there. Yeah. He's, he's been the lone bright spot. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean, Scandella was Scandella was good yeah. for a while, uh, and it's been okay. Yeah. Um, and Krug's been quiet, quiet but effective. Quiet um, but effective. I think people yeah. are disappointed in him, but I think it's just because he hasn't been productive offensively, as the way they thought he might but, be. Well, he, but but he's got a lot of assists. Like, mm-hmm. and that that's the thing. You know, he he's he's not uh, he's not the Petro step up into the play every time kind of guy. Um, I don't know. Wait. Hopefully, we get to the playoffs and we can see what what a what a clutch playoff performer he is. If you if you were to say right now, Bill, will the Blues make the playoffs? <laughs> right now, I would say uh, no. I I don't think we will. Um, I, I just think they they gave up too many points against the the lesser opponents. Uh, you're not going to get uh, you're not going to get any. You know, if you get points against Colorado, you're probably also giving up a point. I, I think they're going to be a lot of overtime games. Um, and you know what's happening. You know with with us in Vegas now. Oof. Yeah, it's uh, you could say that before, right? We you 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 know swap points um, with overtime games, but now, poof, yeah, they're running away with it. A lot, I think. I think. Uh, I think my answer, or anybody's answer, probably depends on when Preko comes back and how effective he is. I think he's a huge catalyst in this. I think. I think if the bulging disc rumors are overblown or if it's not as bad as what they think it is or whatever, or if it's something else entirely. Um, and he's, you know, skating with the team and going through drills like they say he is, which he is. Uh, and he comes back, you know, close to hundred percent. Uh, then I think that changes things quite a bit. I think, uh, but I'm scared that they're going to see if he can play through it whatever it is. So, uh, yeah. Oh man. I am the most optimistic guy, but you know what? You said they're not, I'll just say they will. I'll say they will make it. I just, just to be not because I, I'm strong on that feeling, but just to play devil's advocate to your, to your take, I'll, I'll just say they will. Um, I'll say they, uh, get healthier they figure it out, and uh, and they can. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm reaching a crap. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's, but, I, I'm trying to justify my my stances. 
uh, it's, it's total homer take. It really is. I mean, if I were betting money, if I were betting $1,000 on my own dollars, I would say no. They wouldn't make the playoffs. But yeah. if, I were betting, if I were betting 20 bucks, okay, 20 bucks, I'll say they make it. Thousand, yeah, but but what's the payoff, right? First round series against uh, either Vegas or Colorado. Yeah, well, I mean, you get in. Uh, Colorado's choked in the playoffs the past couple of years. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, uh, and, and, and they have injuries they make, too all the time. Yeah, and and unless they make an improvement in goaltending, I think they're vulnerable in the playoffs. Maybe, um, maybe. you know, you know. Again, I I like to see Biddington pitch an occasional shutout. To remind us that yes. he can do it. That's um, but man. but you know maybe he's saving him up for the playoffs and and he'll go on another run. <laughs> I I just I doubt it. I mean that's 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 the ultimate optimist in me shining through. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not going to be there very long. The, the pessimism is just too much. Uh, we got quite a bit of chatter going on uh, as far as Bobby Plager goes. Austin Lynch said. First time I met Bobby was at the 2020 All-Star Game. He was just standing in the concourse talking with fans and joined the night, and he's uh, stopped the conversation he was having to talk to me and take a picture with me, and we talked for about five minutes straight. It was like I already knew him, and uh, it's sad to see him leave this earth in the way that he did. And uh, Brandy Capone says the Centene Center has a five with a black line across it and flowers under the plague rink already. No. Uh, yeah, I saw. Yeah. I saw uh, Hannah Yates posted. Um, Channel Five reporter uh, posted that they are uh, um, that fans have uh, started a, a memorial down at uh, Enterprise Center as well. Yeah, and that's that's. Uh, I, I expected that, I guess. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Darren Grice says a Discord was awesome. It was. Um, that was a good conversation in there. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Winning Unlimited says uh, this uh, friend of the show, Adam Gold. This is so shocking and surreal. I just can't handle and process this news rationally. It's sad, tragic, and we will mourn for months. What a fulfilling life Bobby Plager had. What an inspiration. And I was thinking about that too, about uh, what a fulfilling life he had. What a life he led. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a superstar in the NHL. He wasn't a star in the NHL. He was just a. But I mean. He may as well have been in St. Louis. Uh, he 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 was here, so he was just to 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 be able to play in the NHL for 14 seasons, uh, and to be a part of the organization when they finally won a cup, uh, and to be part of the town, uh, to be loved by fans, and to interact with the fans the way he did, to have you know, bars, restaurants in town and stuff. And just, to, to, I mean, he had to be living a pretty, pretty fulfilling life uh, here. Uh, just, I mean, they say that, you know, this town treats its athletes very well. And a lot of athletes do come back to live here after they finish their playing days here. Um, and part of that's because of how they're treated. They're, they're, you know, they're worshiped, but they're not overwhelmed by by fans um it's like the fans are respectful uh but uh but also uh loving towards uh, the players as well so that's uh, and that's what happened with player and uh, maybe more so than any other athlete 
uh, that has come through St. Louis. And, I mean, Musial's up there. I mean, he is the Stan Musial of the Blues, even though his career came nowhere close to the accolades that Musial had. Right. Right. You know, Bobby was, was never, um, you know, a, a consideration for the hockey hall of fame based on his, his stats, but <laughs> no one, no one loved the game more than him. Nobody loved the organization. And I think that that's an apt comparison, um, you know, to, to say, um, you know, that, uh, you know, he is, he is too, uh, to the, the blues, at least to the fans you know, what, what mutual was to the, uh, the cards. Uh, so I had some talk going on in the YouTube chat about, uh, about, uh, the blues chances in the playoffs. Uh, uh, Adam gold says, uh, avalanche are, are too good right now. Whoever makes the playoffs are better to get, are better, better not get seed for. I, yeah, I mean, a lot can happen before now in the season, but yeah, I, Colorado's scary. And Vegas is scary too. And we don't play well at all against Vegas. Just not at all this yeah. season. Uh, we, I think we, I mean, we lost 8 nothing to Colorado. But we also kicked their ass in the first game of the season, which is a long-ass time ago and seems like a an eternity ago because that, to me, may have been their best game of the season, game number one. We whooped Colorado. Uh, and we, I don't think we've come close to that level since. I watching that game thinking, all right, here we go. We just uh-huh. whooped Colorado. Everyone's picking them to win the division. Yeah, screw you guys. Look, we just whooped them in game one. And then game two comes along. Like, oh, <laughs> oops. Yeah. 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 Um, false expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I did. That just didn't, that was not a good game at all. And, 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 and it's been, Closer since then, it's been, you know, closer to the performance we've had we had in game two than it was in game one for most of our games. Yeah. So and yeah. that's not good. Um, let's see what else we got here in the chat. Uh, Keith Price asked, "Are they in a better or worse position than they were in January, 2019?" Uh, Adam Gold says, "Better." January third, we had a goalie, a rookie goalie in net, or seventh. Yeah, so I mean, we did have a rookie goalie. However, you can throw a rookie out the window. He he played lights out. It didn't rookie right. didn't matter. I mean, it wasn't right. If you could say you could say tomorrow night, Billy Huso starts. We have a rookie goalie in that. Right. It's not the same thing. No. No. I mean, no. No, but but I I get Adam's point. You know, it, we are statistically we're a lot better. We're not last in the league. You know that 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 story is never going to repeat itself. Um, not right now. You, know, you can't expect an, that at all. It's it it's an entirely different story. Um, you know, I, and the the eternal optimist in me would love to believe, you know, that the the Blues can draw on um, Bobby Flager's passing as as inspiration, but that just doesn't seem to happen in professional sports. Um, I, know, these days yeah. and uh, I, I would love uh, that would be another great story um i i would love to see it come true but i i think the news outlets are waiting to spin it either way you know yeah. um i think they they want that spin they want that the blues are going to rally behind the passing of bobby plager and win it for bobby yeah. in 21 the Blues were just too heartbroken right and couldn't overcome it so there's there's 
there's storylines waiting the wings, right? Which one's it going to be? Uh, the the blue season uh, ends and it just devastated the players and they couldn't get up for games the way they should have been. Not that they were getting up for games before as, as well as they should have been. Um, Darren Grice says uh, we get Preco back, but they also get Petro back. Um, we only play Vegas twice, though. In, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're in not, the regular season. It's, right. It's, it's, it's the so, playoffs. Yes. So I think, I think the goal is to try and finish third. And if they play well in April, they could finish third easily. Because Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota, yeah, I think people are waiting for Minnesota to kind of fall apart or like come back to earth a little bit. Come back down to earth. Yeah. Because yeah. they've had a nice run lately. Uh, but then they just got whooped by Colorado on back to back games. Was it five to one, both games? Or five nothing? Yeah. Five one, six to one, something, whatever it was. Like it was similar to the to our two games against Vegas. Uh, they yeah. got whooped by Colorado twice. So I, I yeah. think they have a ways Definite to go too. Definitely golfing class displayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Darren Guy says, "You never know, though. Maybe other teams get injured. Um, yeah, hopefully Stone <laughs> gets gets hurt. Um, and and hopefully it's by somebody on the Blues who's got a pair of balls to do it. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about that a half an hour. Uh, as far as the." Yeah. I, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, he answered the, you know, he answered the bell against Falk. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck. I mean, yeah, I admire, I respect Falk for, for trying in that game, but that wasn't, that doesn't butter my bread to, for, for the response to, to stone at all. Um, no. Stone didn't pay for his hit to Bozak by fighting Falk. No, not at all. Um, he needs to be, <sighs> I don't want to say knock silly because that implies concussion and implies dirty, dirty hit. Uh, but uh, he needs to be put in his place and Falk didn't put him in his place. Whatever, whatever yeah. you determine to be put in your place to mean he needs that to happen to him and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, his place right now is above us in the standings and dominating us on the ice. So yeah. Something needs to get delivered. For you know, it, it just sucks that that uh, obviously it sucks for what Stone did to Bozak, and there was a semi response in the game with Falk, um, but not enough. And then to to have him do that, and then to have the Blues not really have the Blues basically consider themselves, oh, it's done, it's water under the bridge, which when fans are like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Uh, Bozak's missed how many games and stone got a two minute penalty. Uh, come on. So, uh, and for, and so on top of that, on top of the, the fans frustration with, uh, stone, not receiving proper retribution for what he did. Then stone comes along and is just lighting it up against us in the last two games. I mean, he's scoring a will, (laughs) So it's like, what the fuck? I mean, not only do you let him walk all over you physically, you let him walk all over you on the scoreboard too. I mean, where's the pride? Where's the, where's the? Hey, you know, screw you. I, I don't care about this game. Uh, I'm gonna put you through the class. I, I mean, I, I, I and, and if you're not gonna retaliate physically, if you're not gonna play him hard as hell, and if you're not gonna make it so difficult to him to survive out there on the ice. Then at least you got to beat his team on the scoreboard. 
and they weren't even coming close to that. They're getting, they got whooped. So it's just yeah. like, I mean, you're not doing anything. You're not even, I mean, you could say, well, we're not going to get him back physically. We'll beat him on the scoreboard. I'd be okay with that if they beat him, but they, they're getting, they're getting whooped. Right. They, they haven't, haven't even been close to that. No. Um, Patty Bast in the YouTube chat says someone should Nancy Kerrigan stones knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it may come to. Uh, uh, it, you know, uh, a deranged blues fan doing it instead of a player. But uh, we don't endorse that at all. No, we don't. We don't. Um, but if uh, if it did happen, we would cover it. And uh, I have to say, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be unhappy about it. But don't don't do it. I wouldn't endorse it. No, not a good thing. No, no. <laughs> it's just sports, folks. I think it's my vindictive nature. I'm just a vindictive, vindictive person with that kind of stuff. I, Bill, when we played, uh, I, it, if, if somebody took a liberty with my with one of the guys on my team, I would just, I'm like, okay, uh, I'm taking note when he's out there, and I'm out there, and I'm hitting him, and we played, and it was that was, a, and if it was a no check league, I don't care, I'm hitting him anyway. Um, I'll take the two minute penalty. I, and I've said before, I don't even care if the Blues lost the game. But if they got Stone back, lose the game to get him back. If they take a bad penalty on Stone and knock him silly or whatever, you know, uh, and they get a penalty for it and that power play costs them the game. But in my mind, okay, Stone got his. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with losing the game for that because I think it means more down the road. They lost the game anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I know our best chance of retribution is the playoffs, I think. Um, but got to get there first. Um, so I know we probably don't want to belabor this too much longer. Um, but Patty Bass did ask uh, for our take on the uh, hot mic Tim Peel situation. Um, right. You know, my, my take is that, um, you know, he, his uh, firing. Uh, was really uh, the result of, uh, you know, putting egg on the NHL's face twice. Um, he's uh, embarrassed the league uh, a couple of times now. Um, some pretty bad press. Um, did the, uh, you know, the the drunken interview with Wyshynski a few years ago and got suspended. Um, and then, yeah, to, you know, if you're wearing a mic, you you gotta be aware and you gotta, you gotta know there's a risk of a hot mic situation. Um, I feel bad for the guy, you know, you know, he's a, a St. Louis man, um, you know, loves the game. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he's not known as one of the, the best refs in the NHL. Uh, never, never uh, got deep into the playoffs for a reason. Um, but you know, I think ultimately, you know, the the league uh, just, you know, they, they've been moving on a, a lot. I, there are a lot of young refs in the ranks, and they're not afraid to to move on from from officials these days. Um, I, I personally, I just think it was dumb that you know to to get caught on a hot mic. If you're wearing a mic, you know, you you, you don't don't say something you know that vociferously just just don't do it and he did it 
and it, it put a egg on, you know, put egg on the NHL's face, and yeah, he's done. You know, it's funny. Everybody in the world who watches hockey, who has watched hockey for any length of time, knows that there are makeup calls in games, and and this was apparently part of that situation. Now the audio is cut; you don't hear the entire situation. I would have, I would love to have had more context with this particular play, uh, to have heard more audio or whatever. Um, and, and I, to, to have heard, you know, been a fly on the wall during the investigation, uh, when obviously Tim Peel was talked to by the NHL, um, and what was said there because, uh, and they came down pretty quick on him. And I, I thought that was interesting because one day he says it, you know, he's caught on mic and then late that night, Mitchell says they're going to investigate, and then the next day he's fired. It's like, wow, that was fast. Um, but I would yeah. love to hear more context on it because I, you know, th- this is the kind of thing that's kind of widespread. I know, uh, and Tim Peel is a St. Louis guy. He lives here. Um, and it was funny because uh, yeah. Jamie Rivers, Jamie Rivers, which I kind of laugh when he said this. He said this on 101 ESPN Today. He said that uh, – uh, St. Louis, you know, he's a St. Louis guy, so St. Louis hockey fans are going to rally behind Tim Peel, and they're going to support him. And I'm like, really? I think St. Louis fans kind of hate Tim Peel. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he's a well-liked referee, and generally speaking, um, you know, he was saying about how good of a guy he was, which might be the case. He might be a great guy. I don't know, but uh, as far as referee goes, he's just. I, and you know what? T- to be honest, th- th- every referee has issues. They. And we, I've said this on the show a number of times. Um, being a referee in the NHL is a lose-lose situation because the nature of hockey is, y- y- if you're an official, the nature of hockey, you're going to get a shit ton of calls. You're going to miss a shit ton of calls. And you're going to get calls wrong. It's just the nature of the game. It doesn't. You're not a bad official. It's just that all officials in the NHL are, are just they can't call the game accurately, and that's always been the case. It's nothing new. It's always been this way. It's just the nature of the game. Hockey is a fast sport. There's a lot going on. You, you an official is going to miss a shit ton. They're going to get calls wrong, and they may see a, the, a call made that they made on the jumbotron's replay, and then realize, oh my god, I made a terrible call. So the nature of the beast is. I gotta, I gotta make it up to the team. I gotta, I gotta call something on the other team that I might not call ordinarily. I might, you know, it, my ticky tack call, I'll call it to make to to make amends. That's what officials do. That's what they do. They've always done it. Now, Kerry Frazier, when he retired uh, from officiating, he went on somewhere and he was quoted as saying he never in his life made a makeup call. And I was like, bullshit, <laughs> you never did. Yeah. Uh, and But on the radio today, he was interviewed about the Tim Peel thing. And he talked about, make, he admitted to making makeup calls. So he's changed his yeah. stance. He's admitted it. So, yeah, and it, it was Paul Stewart on Twitter today, you know, went, tried to take the moral high ground. Paul Stewart, another, you know, yeah. not so beloved official. Um I don't know. It, you know, Peel, like I said, you know, he's he's had he had a, a previous previous run in where he embarrassed the league, and uh, 
you know, but probably, you know, his, his most well-known on ice moments came in a game <laughs> against the blues. Bartuzzo's with a uh, goal that was yeah, right. disallowed. Correct. Jason Foles, Vogelsberg rule. That was, that, it, it, and <laughs> that was, that was fantastic because when I saw that happen and we talked about this on the show after it happened, this exact play happened to us in a game, in a championship league, a men's league game that we played in. Uh, We dumped the puck in the corner. It went off Jason Vogelsberg, who was a friend, a guy we knew, a friend of mine from high school, who was officiating the game. He was in the corner. It went off of him, went right in front, hit off Patrick Waz skate, who was, that was his literal, his real name, Patrick, Patrick Roy, actually. Roy. Patrick Roy was how I pronounced it. Uh, hit off his skate and went. He was the goalie and went in the goal. Exact same play as the Bertuzzo appeal to, Bert, to off, Luongo. Right, it didn't go off Vogelsberg's nuts though. No, it went off his leg or shin or something, and 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 Vogelsberg disallowed it, and uh, and and the goal Bertuzzo's goal didn't count either because you uh, a goal can't go in directly off an official, which mm-hmm. the rule book. If you now if you go specifically like technically by the rule book word for word i think that goal should have counted because it didn't go directly in the net it went off the longo now i know the spirit of the rule is you know it can't go off the referee and then in the goal without touching uh, an offensive player if it goes off a defenseman or a goalie and in then it's and then it's no goal I guess maybe it can go off a defenseman. Can it go off a defenseman? Like off of an official, off a defenseman, and in? Does that count? Because off an official, that, off the goalie, and in apparently does not count. Right. I I don't know that that kind of seemed to be the prevailing wisdom uh, at the time, but I don't but the know. rule book I just, says I of, directly right. in. It can't go directly in, and it didn't. It went off Luongo. So technically, the rule book is kind of vague. Technically, it went off Luongo and in. So I should have counted. Yeah. If you want to get uh, asshole technical fan uh, perspective, <laughs> it, it, that's that's not the point right now. The point right now is to to remember Tim Peel for his greatest NHL on ice moment. Yeah, he was down for a while too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was painful. It was off the cup. Uh, Brandy Capone uh, apparently was in Vegas, uh, and she said night, f- nights uh, during the last Blues uh, shellacking. Uh, nights fans were nice about it, though. Um, oh, she said, I was in Vegas on Monday. It was embarrassing. And she goes, Nights fans were nice about it, though. I didn't get any chirps from anyone, even though I was ready. LOL. There's still new hockey fans out there. Maybe they don't do the chirp thing yet. Although they've had great success uh, so far in their young history. Yeah. Uh, Keith Price says, who won that championship game, Kurt? We did. <laughs> we overcame. We won the game. Uh, with the Keith, fight in phone book. With, yeah, the fight with, with Keith and Nett, by the way. Keith was in net. Bill was on D. I was a uh, forward. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun game. Come from behind victory, yeah. too. Yeah team that we could never beat no. and we beat them we did uh the game that goes down in infamy amongst uh, those involved <laughs> <laughs> that nobody else in the world cares about <laughs> nope <laughs> but we've got the dvd 
Yes, we do. Yeah, that's and going over the top uh, with this uh, game has been fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, Keith, you played very well in that. Good game. Uh, I guess that's it, right? We done? Yeah. Yeah. Wrap up uh, yeah. in under two hours for once. Yeah, that's a hour and forty five ish, something like that. Yeah. It's a new it's state after record. Midnight. Yeah, it's after midnight in East Coast Bias Ponders world. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming products. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code LGB. There's gold at the end of the rainbow with Manscaped. And by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com. And get 10% off by texting Dustin at 636-393-8745. And tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's hockey-themed brewery. Visit centericebrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or to make a reservation in their awesome tap room. While you're there and enjoying a number of their fantastic beers, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood. Located at 3126 Olive Street. In Midtown St. Louis, it is one of the best places to watch a blues game at centericebrewery.com. Please drink responsibly. That'll wrap up season uh, episode 28 of season 9 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the live show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. And Austin says he's excited to get the vaccine uh, this weekend. So uh, good luck there, Austin. Yeah, I'm I'm getting it as well. Uh, so. Hey, yeah, and uh, slowly but surely, we are uh, going to reach herd immunity. Yes. Uh, for Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price, and for the um, upper body injury, Jeff Ponder. <laughs> Until next time, everyone. Let's go Blues. Number five on your programs, number one in your heart. Rest in peace, Bobby Plager. Let's go, Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again, rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.